What up, what up? This is Straight the Clipper coming at y'all with Bring the Noise podcast with a brand new episode. And today we're going to be living like hustlers, alright? We're going to get that Mac Daddy hustler lifestyle going. You know why? Because we're doing an album review from a group called Above the Law. And the album is titled Living Like Hustlers. You motherfucking right. Yo. This right here was a certified West Coast classic gangsta-ass album, all right? And I don't understand why it doesn't get talked about as much. I know I say that on a lot of episodes, but I'm here to tell you, this one right here, this one might be one of the greatest gangsta albums ever made, period. And I, I will stand behind that. I'm talking straight out of Compton. I'm talking Ice Cube's first album. Yo, this one is right up there. In the, I would say a top five gangster album, even with West Coast Connection, you know what it is. Living like hustlers above the law, you know what it do. So if you're wondering, what is this group? If you don't know, we're going to let you know right now. First off, here's your members of the group. You got Cold 187. Mm. You got the Illustrator KMG. Those are your MCs right there. Then you got two DJs. You got DJ Total Chaos. And of course, the second DJ to go off is Go Mac. That is your group. Now, this group was on Ruthless Records. This was the second gangster rap act to come out on Ruthless Records, NWA backing them to the fullest. And you might be asking, well, what do we got for production on this bad boy? Look, I'm going to let you know right now. First off, it has been said from Cold 187, who is the front man of this group, okay? Now, I have mentioned Cold 187. He was on MC Ren's uh, The Villain in Black. You know, whether he's going by a Big Hutch or, you know, either way, um, 187 is a phenomenal rapper. He's definitely got a high pitch, very um, in-your-face, but can also be real laid back like the hustler play of Mac that he is. But the Illustrator KMG is real, just mellow. And these two, they are a a fucking dynamic duo. You heard me say it about EPMD and other groups. These two finish each other's sentences. They go off of each other, trade verses back and forth. And it's been like that on every album they've ever released, starting with this one. Now, they have a plethora of albums, right? The album after this, Black Mafia Life, that's the first album I ever got from Above the Law. Uh, dope album, album after that, Uncle Sam's Curse, their EP in between this album and Black Mafia Life, Vocally Pimpin', that's dope too. Let me also state right now, so like I said, they're on Ruthless Records, they are the second gangsta rap act to come out on Ruthless, um, you know, successful, right, NWA backing them. On your production, I got a little off track, my bad. So 187 has said before that this album was about 80% complete before they brought it to Ruthless, right? So what I'm saying is is that there's uh, their mentor, Layla, rest in peace, Layla, um, was 
kind of uh, like basically was connected with Eazy. He's the one who connected Dr. Dre with Eazy. He's the one who connected, um, you know, he knew Gomac and connected them with Eazy and Ruthless Records and everything. So 187 has said that between him and Layla, they had the framework for a lot of these beats, right? And when they went and signed with Ruthless, Dre, they gave these beats to Dr. Dre, and Dr. Dre refined them, put them through his 24-track, added, cleaned them up, basically made them better. So it will say that Dr. Dre produced a lot of this. He pretty much only produced, like, two beats on his own, like, fully, but he had his hands on pretty much this whole album. Executive producer is Easy e So, you know, this is all ruthless going on right now. And, um, you know, it's been said from Jerry Heller that if there was no NWA, Above the Law would have been the NWA had there not been an NWA. So that I've always thought was pretty interesting. Also, I'm going to state it right now. I'm going to tell you right now. uh, When it comes to the earliest works of G-Funk, Above the Law is the pioneers of this, okay? After this, 187 has even said that this was, he he taught, not necessarily, not necessarily taught Dre how to make beats, but taught him this whole, like, kind of image they were going for. Like, they would wear these gangster coats, kind of live like, you know, this shaft type of style. Like, that's their image they were going to. They're living like hustlers, you know? The Macs, the pimps, the, the hustlers. And the early frameworks for G-Funk are on this, you know, that Dre was learning at that time. 187 has always said that he believes that Dre took what he had learned from working with Above the Law, incorporated it into the the first Chronic album. And when you listen to some of these songs, it's hard to not believe that. Honestly, this is definitely the framework for G-Funk. 187 are pioneers when it comes to this gangsta shit. And one thing I like about Above the Law is they tell stories, They him 87 and KMG really go off each other, and they're not like crazy with it. You know, NWA and other gangsta acts would just say some shit that just to shock value, um, you know, like whether that's really just, I beat a hoe, you know, one less bitch I gotta worry about. You won't hear too much of that on here. The verse that's probably the most uh, misogynistic is from Eazy-E on the, the last song on this album, but... Uh, We'll get to that when we get to that. I just wanted to go through this production tip because I want to give Laylaw and 187 their props because they're really the ones that laid the foundation. Dre cleaned it up and, you know, made it sound crisp and added effects to make it sound better. But I'm saying this because I just don't think Above the Law ever gets as much credit as they deserve. I'm telling you guys, this album is so fucking good and I can't wait to get into it. This album was released February 20th, 1990. That's right, we got a 1990 up in here. Uh, We had two singles, so we had Murder Rap, released February 8th, 1990, and we had Untouchable, also released later in 1990. Both of these songs charted number one on the the Hot Rap Songs uh, charts. So, I mean, you know, Murder Rap also peaked at number 41 on the Hot Dance Music uh, single sale, so... Also want to state that in 1998, the Source magazine labeled this in the top 100 best hip-hop albums of all time, and it is. I, 
Now, like I said, Black Mafia Life was the first album I ever bought from them. Loved that album. This album, it just blows, it blows it out the fucking water. Like, man, this, this album is so fucking good. And that's why I had to do it. We're stomping into the summer. I thought, man, you want to know what one of the best summer albums out there? It's above the law and it's living like a hustler. You know, the, the cover is like a stack of magazines and the magazine at the top, it says living like a hustler and it's all of them. Like they're taking questions from reporters and it, I mean, they just look stone cold, just dope, you know, max. I love this album. Uh, I love the group. I love the two DJs. I love KMG. Rest in peace to KMG. I love Cold 187. This shit is just dope. And, you know, unfortunately, it's also been said before that I think Dre had a little bit of an ego. I think he knew how good Above the Law was. And I think he kind of kept some of that shit to himself. And when he went on his own, he was kind of like, eh, fuck Above the Law. I'm going to take this shit and do it itself. We ain't going to get into that. There's all sorts of stories about out there about Dre doing things like this. And don't get it twisted. I'm not taking anything away from Dre because he's literally a genius when it comes to this music shit. So let's not get that twisted, right? But we're going to get into this album right about now. I just had to give you a little bit of a backstory on this bad boy because, man, I hope y'all ready. This shit's going to get so dope. So number one on this album is their first single they released, Murder Rap. Look. This this is actually, so I know I said I bought Black Mafia Life first. This is the first song from Above the Law I ever heard. Because this song was on GTA San Andreas. So once again, we have another song that the Grand Theft Auto series had introduced to me. I said the same thing uh, on a couple other tracks on some songs that I was talking about. You know, Critical Beatdown and um, just just, I mean... You gotta love the GTA series for always picking great music, and for people of my generation uh, generation that didn't grow up in that exact time, but was going back and loving old school hip hop and trying to find more, it was really awesome to have games like that that would bring some of these songs to the forefront. So then I could go try to find what album it's on, you know. So that's that's dope. Shout out to GTA. Shout out to Rockstar Games. So. Number one, murder rap. Man, public enemy beats are crazy, right? Uh, Dre was definitely uh, going for some 100% bomb squad type beats on this, right? Uh, It's no joke. So they're sampling Ironside from Quincy Jones, right? Now, there's this siren sound on the Quincy Jones beat, Man, Dre takes this. Now, again, that's why I say don't get it twisted. Dre still had his hands all over this. Even if this was like the framework was there, Dre added shit to just take it to the next level. So he takes these sirens from that and like just creates this menacing sound of this siren. And then he does something that's just unprecedented, right? He takes the drum loop and he reverses it and then makes it go forward and reverses it. So throughout this whole song, the siren's going, and then you just hear the beat do this like backwards thing, and then it makes it go forward again. So it'll do its normal drum like, and then all of a sudden it'll be like, I know that's just a bunch of sounds, but I want to just kind of reiterate. So when you hear, when I play this clip, you can hear that backwards 
drum loop going forward. And man, oh man, there ain't no KMG rapping on this. But one thing I always liked about the two is KMG likes to like introduce 187 or set it off um, in like a just amazing, I, I, I don't know. They just have this way of doing it that I just think is really, really cool. And so basically KMG will come in and be like, Yo, 187, they trying to give you a murder rap, and you ain't even like that. You'll serve these ends because they deserve to get diss. And then 87 comes in like, when I sit down and write and recite the mic that I hold, make sure my beats are loud and bold and cold. 187, that is my name, making it simple and plain. Here to rearrange and change and just goes in like that. And the man, this, this, again, how many times are you going to hear me say this? You start an album off like this? Holy shit. And, you know, when you listen to Straight Outta Compton from NWA, some of those beats are a lot like the Bomb Squad and Public Enemy. That's how influential Public Enemy is, right? Even on Dr. Dre. And so this is definitely that at its fullest. Now, that's why I say you can kind of tell what songs Dre did on his own and what, you know, maybe it was a collaboration. And when you do see it, we'll say producers, Above the Law, Lay Law, and Dr. Dre. So, you know, it's not just one person really doing it. It's kind of a collective coming together. And man, this shit right here is just, whew, you started off like that. This song is just, it gets you amped. It's insane. It's intense. And 187 just rips this shit. I love when he goes, you know, uh, at the end, he's like, 187, he's as hard as they come. And I don't have to brag about the size of my guns, son. Now I got a murder rap. Uh, and, you know, sampling Chuck D saying, because uh, a brother like me said, well, now I got a murder rap. And then at the end, you know, they'll be sampling Ice Cube going like, here's a murder rap to keep you dancing. Now I got a, and, you know, Chaos and Go Mac are just scratching the shit up. Man, oh, you started off like that. Now, ain't nothing slick about this one. This this beat's in your face. 187's in your face. And, you know, they're trying to give him a murder rap, and he ain't even like that. You know what I mean? Um there's another version where they sample, uh, in the past, Easy had went to go have a luncheon with the president, which was Bush Sr. at the time. And afterwards, you know, Easy was giving an interview. He's like, the minute I show up, they're like, oh, this thug, this gangster, uh, you know, whatever. He's like, basically, I paid a million, or he's like, basically, I got a free meal for a million dollars worth of press, basically giving him a murder rap bust into the song that's not on the album version but i just wanted to state that because i thought that was pretty cool and it does kind of have that in the music video there's a music video for this and yo enough speaking let's get into this shit all right let's play that clip number one murder rap off the album living like hustlers from above the law 1990 hit it And we back now I got a murder rap you know what I'm saying and if you didn't know what that was and you played a lot of GTA you probably do now because they played that song religiously on that fucking uh, game. Anyway, I did forget to mention that song was also just a small clip in the movie Pineapple Express. 
uh, when Red drives his Daewoo in and kills uh, the one guy. Um, that's the song that he's listening to. Anyway, that brings us into our next track. The next song is the second single released off the album, so you get your two singles right off the bat. Number two is the song Untouchable, okay? Now, this is also, once again, sampling Quincy Jones, uh, the, the, uh, the Iron Side, it's just not, it's not sampling the, the siren sound. It's sampling a little bit of the, uh, uh, the, like the drum loop or whatever. It's also sampling Light My Fire from Jackie Wilson. Also sampling Light My Fire from Young Holt Unlimited. So pretty dope there, I thought. Anyway, so there's two versions of this song, right? The album version is a lot more laid back, slick, smooth, and it definitely is a lot more like the album. Um, and once again, KMG sets it off by being like, uh, you know, he always likes to set it off by saying something or starting it off for 187. So, you know, he comes in like, all hail those that believe in line. For those who know the spirit of life, true as a brother make his way in life, shall make it uncontrollable towards any other being. And then 187 comes in like, first let me explain that I'm a hustler. Now here's an example of what a hustler must do. In this lifestyle, you got two things. Bad and good, and ain't nothing in between. I I love, okay, I like murder rap. I like Untouchable even better than murder rap. Now the music video version is a full Dre beat, right? So this one was obviously, like I said before, 187, Dre, Layla. Uh, the music video version is all Dre. I ain't even gonna front, guys. The music video version is fucking just hard, okay? And it's a lot like murder rap. Like, maybe not with the wailing sirens and stuff, but the beat is a lot more chaotic and intense. And the music video's dope, too. It's pretty much, you know, this song is untouchable, so they, they're talking about doing shit, doing crimes, doing whatever, and getting away because they're untouchable, you know? And so that's what the music video's like. Music videos, cameos from NWA, DLC, everybody, right? So that version, by all means, go watch the video and listen to that version. I think you guys will like Dre's version as well. Um, but that's nothing on the album version. The al- But they're just two different beats. One is very laid back and like slick. And the other one is just like a- another Bomb Squad type beat, right? So... Um, I just wanted to state that right now, because if you ever go listen to the music videos, uh, like I've stated before, back in the day, they just would have a completely different version of the song for a music video. And like, I would honestly say like seven out of 10 times that music video version was better. And then you'd buy the album and it wouldn't be on there and you'd kind of be disappointed with the one you got. So even though I do think Dre's is better, you're not disappointed with this one though. I will say that. So um, and you know, this song is just slick and smooth, you know, KMG finally does have his own verse on here, uh, and KMG's real slick, okay, like I said, 187's very kind of high-pitched, and like, very much like, uh, and not that he can't get slick, but KMG's always slick, so when he comes in, he's like, I just, I love his verse, you know, see, I got to misbehave, just a little taste, push up and increase, yo, and start the phase, new lyrics, breaking like a running rebel, for the words are defined, cause on a higher level, cause I'm going out with Jack in my system, hustlers in the house, you can just list them, looking for some hard beats, ready to rumble, I mean, just comes in slick like that, and again, they, you know, not now on his verses, 187's doing what KMG would do on his verse, so, uh, 
you know, 187 will come in and be like, KMG, do you have the contacts? And then he'll be like, the homie Ant Chaos with the dope tracks on the 12 spin behind his back. Second DJ jumping off his go, Mac. Uh, that That's one of the main things I love so much about Above the Law is KMG and 187 going off of each other, finishing sentences, finishing trading verses. It's like poetry in motion. And it's like the gangsta version of, you know, like kid and play. You know what I mean? Because that's like kind of what, to me, great duos I love instead of just one doing one verse, the other doing another verse, one doing one verse. I love when they trade shit back and forth with each other. And Above the Law does it to like the highest degree, all right? And I did forget to mention cool thing about Above the Laws. They were all friends in high school. KMG, 187, Go Mac, and Chaos were all friends in high school, and they formed this group. They're from the Pomona area of uh, South Central, so forgot to mention that. I also forgot to mention there's 10 tracks on this album. At least I only made it to number two before I said that, right? Uh, I will say, even though there's 10 tracks, it feels like there's 13. This feels like a full-on, full-length album with like 13 to 14 tracks, and maybe it's because every song is so goddamn good. And it's a decent length that you just don't skip anything, all right? Anyway, so let's play that clip from Untouchable, all right? I've been going too long once again, but I do that. And I'm going to take my time with Above the Law because they living like hustlers. Anyway, let's play that clip, Untouchable, from the album Living Like Hustlers from Above the Law right about now. Let's go. See, I got to misbehave just a little taste. Push up and grease your start to face. New lyrics, breaking like a running rubble. And we are back, and that leads us into number three, which is a song titled Living Like Hustlers, the the album, the title track right here. And, you know, I, I, I kind of got on Just Ice a little bit about his title track not living up to what title tracks usually do. You know, I even stated, I was like, usually people, when they have their title track to the album, it's usually one of the best songs. You know, example, Critical Beatdown from Ultra Magnetic. You know, that's one of the top songs on that album. 2000 from Grand Pooba. Um, you know, Don't Sweat the Technique from Eric B. and Rakim, right? Uh, don't worry, we're back on track because this this song right here is just something special, okay? And, you, you know, I've always said that gangster rappers have a little bit of comedy in their shit. They always have. Um, this is no different. So this song starts off and you kind of hear birds chirping and someone snoring and then all of a sudden you hear an alarm clock. And you hear you hear Dr. Dre come in like, uh, yo, wake your motherfucking ass up. This is radio station KMG 187 on the dial. And yo, I want y'all to tune in at 5 o'clock and listen to the homeboys. Total Chaos and Go Mac, they're going to be rocking a big old, uh, you know, a big old gang of shit. Next stop on your, on your radium dial, you know, make sure you tune in. Uh, radio station KMG 187 on the dial, right? So you got Dr. Dre doing some talking, then all of a sudden a skit comes in. We all know Dre was known for funny skits. NWA on their second album had funny skits. So you hear this guy come in, 
Are you tired of looking whack? Do you want to look cool? Are you tired of people being in your business? Well, you need not worry again. Get some Lokes. That's right. Some Lokes for the amazing low price of $4.99. Now available at your nearest South Central liquor, liquor store. Um, so I always thought that was funny. Then Dre comes back in again. Now you hear the beat starting, all right? And this beat is one of the most slickest, laid back, just this beat is, look, I ain't gonna lie, this is one of my favorite songs on this album. You want to talk about feeling like a hustler, and you want to just roll and cruise, you got your sunglasses on, and you just rolling, you feeling like a motherfucking Mac Daddy? Well, guess what? This is that song. This is like, to me, Above the Law's theme song right here. So they're sampling Hickey Burr from Quincy Jones. So we got Quincy Jones again featuring Bill Cosby. We got Hot, I Need to Be Loved, 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 Loved by James Brown and the big beat Billy Squire. So, you know, but again, the way all this is arranged is just something beautiful, yo. Like this beat. So anyway, um, comes in, you hear the little bait, the little bass line come in. You hear Dr. Dre uh, once again say, uh, yeah, this is radio station KMG, and whenever you want to hear some funky shit, put your dial on Wet 87. Now, here's some new music from homeboys out of South Central. Here's ATL, and they call this one Living Like Hustlers. And the minute Dre ends saying that, 187 comes in with this smooth... You know, I always said, like, especially on Murder Rap and Untouchable, he's very in your face. Nah, on a beat like this, you can't be you can't be coming in aggressive. And 187 comes in like, let me start it off, because I'm a player. Fade into part two, I'm the number one whole layer Mac, a player in a pimp. Something much stronger than your average drink. Now correct me if I'm wrong like moonshine. Take a sip of my rhyme and I'll take over your mind. Cause I don't think just like the average thinker. Call me the night stalker or your neighborhood head shrinker. And just continues going on. He's kicking these little verses so, you know, he ends by saying, I take... I." I take too many names, I kick too much ass. KMG, the number one Mac Daddy. Eating chicken like a motherfucker, rolling my caddy. And, you know, it just comes right in. And one of the best parts of this song uh, is when they end uh, They end their verse. You know, KMG goes, it had to be done the ruthless way. 187, and then 187's like, what's up? What we do at a show, we wear black on uh, we wear black on black with the Lokes and the Romeos, you know, and they just keep going. They go and now the KMG will end it by going, or I'm sorry, 187 will end it by going, cause we cause we're not punks, fools, sissies, or busters, and the way that we live is like hustlers. And then the beat breaks down into this like shaft score, like dun 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 breaks down then you hear James Brown come in with that scream that he does and it gets real loud for just that little bit then it breaks back in and then you just hear this living like a hustler doom boom 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 living like a hustler and you know again on this song yeah I mean it's just it's KMG and 187 just letting you know like look we are the max we are the Mac daddies we are the hustlers we are the pimps and we live in like hustlers. What up? What up, daddy? What's going on? You know, that's that's how they do in this shit. This is one of the best songs on the album. I ain't even going to front. Love this fucking love this song. And we're only three tracks. That's why I say 10 songs. But I mean, every song is just I mean, there's not really any low points in this in this album. 
you will have songs that you like better than others, but you won't have any songs that you're like, fuck that song. I hate that song. Uh, this is another one that I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to take off, but yeah, we'll get to that when we get to that. So anyway, let's play that clip. Number three, Living Like Hustlers from Above the Law, off the album, Living Like Hustlers, 1990. You'll play that. Because I don't think like the average thing. For me, the night stalker or your neighborhood head shrinker. 187 is like a makeup lab. I can't too many names. I get too much ass. KMG, the number one Mac Daddy. Eating chicken like a motherfucker. Rolling my caddy. Put my brim coat into the side. Hop up and slide. Go Mac in the back. 187 to the side. Street pilgrims. Pioneering the land. Above the law status. Oh, yeah, and we are back, and we just going to keep the ball rolling. We go into another song. This is number four, a song called Another Execution, and we just keep that fucking vibe going, y'all. I'm telling you, this is one of the best West Coast albums ever made. Don't sleep on Above the Law, Another Execution. We're sampling Do Your Thing from Lynn Collins, good old music from Funkadelic and Afro Strut from the Nightlisters. Uh, litters, I'm sorry. Uh, there's obviously other, but those are your three main ones. Um, so this beat, this sample was also used from Compton's Most Wanted on their 1992 album, uh, Music to Drive By, the song featuring uh, Scarface. So if you if you if you're familiar with any of that, this beat goes hard. All right, this beat bangs. It's got bass, and oh man, th- again. It's hard to pick away which ones I like the best because you li- you get done with living like hustlers and then you go into this motherfucker and this one just bangs, yo. Like, and again, you, you got 87 and KMG just, just doing their thing. 87 comes in like, yo, it was 7 o'clock and the sun had just set. The crew rolled up and said time to jet. You know, again, he's real slick on this one too. Not as laid back on living like hustlers, but he's doing a slow flow. And it just works, all right? Um, You know, I was kind of hesitating because it was nothing to do. But I always find something to get into. Total Chaos broke out and said, let's go to the movies. He was playing, so I said, I won't be choosy. And so 187's whole first uh, um, line is them, like, being in line for this movie. And this dude keeps staring at him, staring at him. So, you know, 87 says, what's up? And the guy says, not you. And, you know, one thing, the way these guys paint the picture, it's just like other story rappers. It's like you can see it in your head, right? So then, you know, he, the way he emphasizes when he goes, I turned around and then looked at my crew because I know he didn't say what I thought he said. And if he did, I'm going to have his head on a platter. Suck a scatter. We got ill. The brother tried to jump up front. He got his cap peeled, you know. Um, and and then it just breaks into that hook after uh, it's, it's KMG and 187, you know. Because I take out my weapon and I quickly stop blast. And I go cold local like a crazy assassin. I look at my posse. They say nothing's confusing. Why, why, why? It's just another execution. And again, the beat is so fucking hard. There's no KMG rapping on this one. It's just 187. Like I said, 187 is definitely the front guy out of this group. So there will be some songs like Murder Rap, like this song where it's just 187. Um, but that's okay. Cause again, KMG is always in there doing a hook or doing something. 
and it's just very slick. It's dope. And this song bangs hard. And, you know, that's his first verse. His second verse uh, is, is a kind of similar. He see he saw a freak he hadn't seen in a while, the one with the crazy eyes and the pretty smile. Uh, you know, so once again, just, you know, this bitch ended up, uh, um, had to, you know, she was trying to fuck, fuck around. So he had to grab his weapon and it was time to get ill, you know, uh, you know, cause he told her, he's like, bitch, you got to take your stuck ass, your stuck up ass home. And then the second her boy walked in, so he's fucking with this girl, her boyfriend walks in her husband or whatever. And 187 says, man, do I have to act crazy again? Grabbed his weapon time to get ill. And with buckshots all over the place in your stomach and in your face. Because I don't really care what your girlfriend said. If you keep talking shit, you get a bullet in your head. Um, and now checking your girl is what you need to do. Like, hey, don't step to me. Check your girl. Because I take out my weapon and I quickly start blasting. I go cold local like a crazy assassin. Uh, you know, and it's, yeah, this song right here, another execution. Phenomenal fantastic so let's play that clip right about now the song another execution the album living like hustlers the group above the law the year 1990 and what are we gonna do we're gonna play that shit see it was seven o'clock and the sun had just set the fool rolled up and said it's time to jet i was kind of hesitant because there was nothing to do but we always found something to get All right, and we are back, and that leads us into the next track, which is a song called Menace to Society. And we 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 keep it, we get hype. All right, this is number five. We're halfway through the album. So we had some laid back tracks like Living Like a Hustler and Another Execution. You know, they bang, but they're very slow beats, very slow rapping, as opposed to the chaoticness of murder rap and the fast pace of Untouchable, right? Well, we we crank that shit right the fuck back up for number five, Menace to Society, okay? We ain't fucking around. We're back up. We're hype. So on this one, we are sampling Let a Woman Be a Woman, Let a Man Be a Man from Dyke and the Blazers. That's 69. Uh, Once You Get It by BT Express and The House is Smoking from BT Express. Both of those are from 74. Um, the, the, these beats have been sampled many of times, but again, this is in a gangsta out way. This is also, uh, you know, a prelude, you know, menace to society. Now you want to talk about KMG and 187, uh, really trading, you know, like whether pretty much, I would say 80% of this song is KMG finishing like each line from 187. So 187 will be like, because you know that we'd be getting, and then KMG will say, stronger. Winner the baton, the fun, but said longer. And that's, it's so good, because KMG has, like, a dope voice. Uh, so I like when he's always, like, kind of backing up 187 like this. 
So it starts off with like a news report, like today in South Central, violence is at an all-time high due to the terrorist group ATL. You might label them as being a menace to society. And 187 comes in like, now it's a well-known fact why I can't be caught. Now the law's got a problem and they gotta be taught that I'ma fatally get ill when I come to a jam. I gotta dust a sucker off to state who I am because I'm cold. And then KMG will be like, cold, just like the middle of the winter. And every jam that I play, they want to enter. KMG will say, come in, but ain't no suckers admitted. We tell them all straight up, they need to quit, stop clowning me because they all want to be down with me. And oh man, they going back and forth. Um... And, you know, when they end it, they go, yeah, because I'm a menace. And then it breaks in, you know, because uh, when I walked the past since 88 to society, yo, pers- uh, yo, man, personally, I like the group. And it's kind of people talking. Um, and then you'll hear 87 be like, because I'm a menace. And then it'll be like, to society. And then the guy will come back in like a report. Over 50% of the population has already been overtaken by the group. Uh, and then 87 will come in again. And it kind of a similar thing, like, you know, him and KMG are just trading uh, little lines back and forth. Um, you know, I, I just, this verse right here, though, when KMG's, ta- you know, talking, like, tagging a brother for his dollar signs, but you know what I am and I got nothing to hide because in place, you'll be fire in a minute when I finish. And then 87 goes, why KMG? And he comes in and the beat breaks down. This is my favorite part of the song. I can't, I can't tell you how many times I'm driving and when it breaks down and I just fucking say these words with KMG. So, you know, he'll say, because the place will be on fire in a minute that I finish. Why KMG beat breaks down and KMG comes in? Yo, because I'm a motherfucking menace. And then a beat breaks back in and it's just, dude, it's so ill. I love this song. Man, Menace to Society is an ill-ass song. Um, you know, there is another verse and it's kind of just the same thing. Uh, you know, the terrorist group ATL, they are menaces to society. Chaos, go Mac. KMG and 187 menaces to society. And that's why I'm saying when you listen to this album, it's so similar to straight out of Compton. You know, it's just, you know, unfortunately for, for above the laws, you know, they had a super group that came before them, you know, Ren cube and Dre and easy, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, but like, don't get it twisted. This, this album is right on par with straight out of Compton. I will argue with anybody about that. You can't sit here and tell me that 187 and KMG don't rap back and forth like Ren and Dre do. Or, you know, like Cube, you can't tell me that 187, you know, I know he's not as good as Ice Cube, but like, he can tell stories. He's got that gangsta shit. Like, they have their own image. They're not copying NWA at all. Their beats are different. These are the earliest, you know, implications of G-Funk. I just, you know, don't sleep on, on... on above the law so anyway let's play that clip number five menace to society from above the law off the album living like hustlers hit it trying to fade the crew and ain't nothing but a blimey think to yourself when we're speaking and i'm gonna warn you now to beware when we're creeping tagging a brother for a dollar size but i know what i am ain't no one nothing to hide because the place will be on fire the minute that i finish why can yo because i'm a motherfucking menace, menace. And we are back, and that leads us into the next track, number six, Just Kicking Lyrics. So now is where we've had some stories, we've had some gangsta shit. This is where 187 shines, because he wants you to know, hey, yeah, I got this image. Yeah, I'm a G. 
but don't think that I can't get lyrical with you sons of bitches. And 187 gets lyrical with you sons of bitches. Now, bear with me. I'm going to say the sample. I have such a terrible time trying to say this song name uh, from Isaac Hayes. So, Hyperbolic Slavic Sisquidolic Mystic is the song that they're sampling from Isaac Hayes. Uh, dude, I had to try to go over that word like a thousand times. Uh, that's probably the best I've done. I know that's not exactly still it, but like, f- fuck, man. That's a hard word to say. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that beat is nuts, okay? So they sample that. Um, DJ Quick has sampled that exact same uh, song, uh, Born and Raised in Compton. So, you know, that's a dope-ass beat. We got more peas from Fred Weasley and the JBs. And, of course, once again, Papa was two from Joe Tex. How many songs have we had? How many albums have we done that Papa Was Too from Joe Tex has been sampled, right? Heavily, Joe Tex heavily sampled. Thanks for making some dope-ass shit so other people could also make some dope-ass shit. Appreciate it. So, anyway, um, again, KMG starts it off, you know, by stating what's going on. Yo, this is something new from the notorious ass above the law. In the motherfucking place, the illustrated KMG, Yo 187. Let them know what's going on. And 87 just starts ripping. See, I'm like a psycho. I meditate with the beat. I add a rhyme. Make it sound complete. I go I go into a state of mind very seldom enter. I put it like on wax hole and center. Understand, I'm not the greatest. Above the law is always funky, fresh, and never. And we will never be the latest. Latest, you know? And uh, he just... It's something about this beat and the way 87, I like that he's flexing on people, you know, and, and the hook is Dr. Dre saying just kicking lyrics and then KMG will be like dope lyrics, funky lyrics, unlawful lyrics, yo, drop your lyrics. And then 87 comes in again like, see, I'm living large. I'm clocking dollars from day to day. And on the weekend, I can go and get some play. I'm balling like the untouchable HBC, real brothers that are down with me and... I, I just like on this song that 87's flexing. I know way I'm saying you're like, well, these lyrics don't sound anything crazy, but like the delivery, the flow, the way that he's throwing shit together um, I, and just flexing on motherfuckers. Like, you know, I, I just like it. You know, we kick ass and take names and remain the same. We live in large. Why you sit and complain? I have to break it down for the people that I know from L.A., New York, Detroit, and Chicago. And, yo, I can't forget Dallas and D.C., Miami, Miami, Florida, St. Louis, and Philly. Um, I just, and then, you know, he's got a line right after that where he goes, making it funkier than funky to keep you hyper and hype to make you hot so you want to drop to your knees to make the whole damn nation catch a deadly disease. Because when I rhyme, I makes a killing. And if you haven't seen a show, you don't know the feeling. Word. That's all I got to say. I'm just smooth kicking lyrics. And again, you know, Dr. Dre comes in and says, just kicking lyrics, uh, smooth lyrics, unlawful lyrics, you know. And I did forget to say on his second verse, 187 even says, you know, what could I possibly mean, Dre? And then Dr. Dre says, just kicking lyrics. So again, you know, if you're a fan of NWA and Dr. Dre, and everything, and you've never listened to Above the Law, like, dude, you got to go listen to this shit, because, like, production is on point. Even if Dre didn't, like, break, make the beats from the ground up, you can tell that he has his hand on it, and, you know, you can tell the influence 187 had on Dre. 
because it definitely incorporates into later workings, especially Ends for Life from NWA and then The Chronic. Like, you know, Above the Law, the 187 and Lay Law, they really put that foundation, and Dre definitely, uh, you know, I'm not going to say took that from them, but definitely uh, was inspired and definitely took what he had learned to incorporate it into his own music. Maybe he did take it. I don't know. That's up for another, that's a whole nother subject. But anyway, let's play that clip. Just kicking lyrics from the album Living Like Hustlers from Above the Law right about now. Hit it. See, I'm like a psycho. I meditate with the beat. I add a rhyme to make it sound complete. I go into a state of mind that I very seldom enter. To put it on a black plate of wax with a hole in the center. Understand, I'm not the greatest. Above the law, it's always spooky fresh. We would never be the latest. Look at that, we do steps ahead of you. I just simply get up on the mic and do what some of these are scared to do. Go for the gust of soul. Yo, I keep... Yo, 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 and we are back, and that's going to lead us into number seven, a song called Ballin'. So I also want to state right here, you know, and I could be wrong about this, but I didn't really hear a lot of MCs around this time using the term ballin', okay? Like, yo, I'm ballin'. Uh, Above the law, I'm going to state it right now, and by all means, correct me for all you OGs that were around in that time. If I'm wrong, please correct me. I've been very uh, blessed to have some real uh, OGs that have been in the game around that time that if I have questions or anything, because I always want to be right about what I'm saying and do my thing. And luckily, instead of being angry, they'll be like, hey, just for a reference, just so you know, actually, that was so-and-so started that or this, that, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm very appreciative of that. So anyway, but I, like, I'm just going to stay right now. Like, I mean, uh, this is 1990, and there you have a whole song called Ballin'. You know, what's that one song from Jim Jones? What year was that, like 2007 they had the song Ballin'? You know, I know it was used a lot in the late 90s, but I, once again, I'm going to say you got some pioneers here when it comes to slang as well, above the law with the song Ballin'. And this is definitely your earliest. I mean, you, you want to talk about G-Funk? Here it is, right on this song. This beat is just laid the fuck back. And it's got that feel. Warren G used the same, the same sample. So they use "Why Have I Lost You" from Cameo. Uh, again, Warren G used the same sample on his Regulate G Funk era. Um, I can't remember the song right off the the um, top of my head, but it's the one "Ride Through the Sky Getting Buzz." Dup dup da who I world and many. You know. Well, that's on this. They use that on Ballin'. So the beat comes in. Just just nice, you know, KMG. Yo, what's happening, Cold 187? Yo, man, we just laid back in the studio with the homie DOC and Dr. Dre, and we ballin' with the homeboy Eazy-E. Yo, we about to put this piece together for Layla and see what he think about it. And, you know, KMG's like, true, true. So as the beat reaches uh, lower kind of levels, we're gonna put some mega shit together, and we're gonna drop a little something like this. And again, KMG and 187... Once again, this whole song is just them literally going back and forth. And if you look up uh, shit about it, it'll say verse one, Cold 187, and KMG. So they are basically saying it together. You know, they come in like, this song is ballin'. Let me drop some dope lyrics to make it so high and fly so you can all hear it. It's time to build, so take a chill pill. If your caps are empty, go get a refill, whatever. Cause ain't nothing changed but the weather. KMG 187, yo, we got it together and we're back. 
Who is that? The man with the Mac. Yo, I have to. Yo, I have the homies because I got the sack and the table. What the two be cooking when it comes to the rocking? They wrote the book in, you know, like, and this, yeah, dude, like, this one is, uh, you know, this this one's like I said, this is some G funk right here. Earliest earliest indicators of G funk, you know, and. I like when they come in at, and the hook, like I'm reciting a little poetry from y'all. The name of this piece is called Ballin'. And I want to dedicate this piece to all you players, you know. And then verse two is once again, just KMG. I mean, this one for sure, they're both just really just on their shit. You can tell they both probably sat down, wrote this line for line, going back and forth, back and forth, um, you know. It's like, I like, you know, they're shouting out NWA, yo. I thought it was understood. Just like Easy e said, we mobbing Robin Good and Mobbing Hood. Uh, we'll take your shit because you ain't legit. You got a fucked up style with a rap with no kick. And uh, I just, yo, this one, that lovely, lovely. You know, and they even shout out again, whether it was Dre or not, KMG will say, we got the, uh, and we got the dope beats from the homeboy, Dre. And, uh, it, yeah, this one is just laid back. It's, it's, a, you feel like you're, you feel like you are a hustler and a pimp when you listen to ball and you feel like you're balling. All right. And at the end, you know, it's like that. And it's going to stay like that in the 90. And once again, we got to send this to the who. And then it has the sample, the whole wide world. Who's it, dedica- who's it dedicated to? The whole world wide. And it just takes you out like that. It's a real slick, laid back, just, just fucking funky ass beat. Love it. So without further ado, you, let's play that clip. Number seven, ballin'. From above the law, off the album, living like hustlers. Let's go. Let me drop some dope lyrics, make it high and fly so all of y'all it's can hear. It's time to heal. So take this chill pill. If your cups are empty, go get a refill of whatever. Cause ain't nothing changed but the weather. KMG 187. Yeah, we got it together. And in the back, who is that? The men with the mat. Yo, I had to have the homies cause they got the slacking on the tables. What? The two and we are back, and that leads us into number eight, a song called Freedom of Speech. So the sample we're using on this, it's been used many times. Granddaddy, you had it. Uh, when I did the Smooth Assassin episode, a message from the Soul Sisters from Myra Barnes. Obviously, that beat is just something ill, right? And a funky drummer from James Brown. So two heavily sampled uh, songs, but again, Above the Law does it in their own way. And I, I do, that's what I like about the old school. They might use the same sample, but the way each artist flips it and does it different, you know, Granddaddy U's sample of Myra Barnes was fuck em up you. And he just goes on a lyrical tear on that song. Well, this one's called freedom of speech. So, you know, KMG, once again, you know, the illustrator starting it off like he always do, you know, what's happening, man. Yo, they're trying to come down on ATL when we speak, they say we on the negative tip. Yo, what's up with that? And so this is all about, you know, freedom of speech, you know, gangster rap was under a lot of pressure at this time because NWA, Ice-T, you know, uh, two live crew, even though they weren't necessarily gangster rap, but these rap groups were under a lot of scrutiny at the time, right? Um, trying to get banned. And because of, uh, you know, two, because of two live crew, that's why you have a parental advisory sticker. Same with NWA, Ice-T as well. Um, so, you know, 
obviously above the law being a gangster rap group. They're right there at the forefront. They're rolling with NWA. They're rolling with Ruthless. So, you know, um, and so this beat comes in and I, you know, again, 187 rips the shit out of this. Now I'm going to kick away out style that's smoother than usual. It's from above the law and it's crucial. Hype beats are kicking, yo, I'm rapping. See, the funky touch, yo, it's done the ruthless way. Some say it's too much, the D-O-P-E, please. Misdefined, you know, just kind of saying like, look, what we can say what we want. It's freedom of speech. Now, what's really what's really known as a radio cut, you know, when you can't say shit and you can't say fuck. Now, when he says that, when 187 says, when you can't say KMG comes in to say shit, and then he said, and then 87 says, and you can't say, and KMG says fuck, you know, again, love the, love the pair, the way they do this shit. Um, and, uh, it it even said, you know, 87 starts going off like, you know, freedom of press, freedom of your own religion to make your own decision, kind of just stating like, Hey, you know, we have the freedom to say what we want to say. We didn't say you have to listen to it. You know, if you don't want to, then don't listen to it flat out. Um, but we have the right and we have the freedom to say what we want to say. So uh, and that's pretty much what this whole song is about. You know, in the in the middle, that same guy that's doing, uh, you know, the Lokes commercial or uh, um, the where it was uh, the breakdown of the song where uh, the guy's going like, oh, the terrorist group above the law. You might label them being a menace to society. So that same guy that was on Menace to Society and living like hustlers, he comes in and he's reading off, you know, things of, of you know, Congress shall make no law respecting an, an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridge the freedom of speech or of the press, you know, saying all these things, you know, 87 comes in again. Uh, they'll milk you to make you understood. They make it good so that it tastes real good to you. So see, you fall right in it. Your minds are small and they feed like infants. Um, and kind of just being like, hey, don't fall for this shit, guys. You know, uh, see, wish, I wish what I'm doing to have freedom of speech comes back in. Congress shall make no law representing saying the same thing. Um, and I love verse 3, 87 comes in. Now, if they ban me, I don't give a fuck. Chalk it up as experience, and KMG comes in and says, yeah, bad luck, you know, uh, and because I'm balling with Laidlaw's clout, and if you say that it stays, the shit will come out. Uh, basically saying, you can try to ban this, and you can try to say it's going to stay, but that just, all's it, all you're doing is hyping this shit up more. We all know when it came to 2 Live Crew, NWA, Ice-T, and any sort of gangster group, the more they tried to ban it, the stronger it got, you know? I think being banned to Two Live Crew is probably one of the best things that could have happened to him because it just made people want it more. You know how that goes. If they would have left it alone, who knows? Maybe Two Live Crew wouldn't have. I mean, they still would have been probably really big, but like, same with NWA. But because you tried to ban it, all that did was just make people want it more. You know, there's nothing you could do. You can't stop the bum rush, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, the song ends and KMG comes in and just talks. You know, again, this song is all 87, but of course KMG is finishing lines here and there. 
And, you know, he comes in like, see, that's how we had to do it. Yo, you got to give it up to the homeboys that got freedom of speech. Yo, Cold 187, Ice Cube, MC Ren, The Deadly Dr. Dre, Easy e The Go Mac, Total Chaos, House and Things, Ruthless and the motherfucking your house. And yo, to my homie DOC and Layla with the clout, and we out, and we out. And then the beat just plays out. Uh, dope song, 100%. Got to have that freedom of speech, you know, and... Uh, yeah, you know, here's the thing. I told you there's no lull in this album. We just keep it going. We're almost at the end. We got two songs left, right? Uh, and as far as I'm concerned, flawless album. So, you know what? Let's play that clip from number eight, Freedom of Speech, off the album, Living Like Hustlers, from Above the Law, 1990. Hit it! Now, I'm gonna kick away our style best move and unusual. It's from Above the Law, so see it's crucial. High beats are kicking and ripping. Just done the boot this way, so see it's too much. D-O-P-E, please don't miss the finding. That's the way that I live, and that's the style of my rhyme. That's on time, just like your watch keeps sticking. KMG. On my side, so that my knowledge keeps sticking. Now what's really known as a radio cut? When you can't say shit, and you can't say fuck. All right, all right, all right. And that leads us into number nine. Another G-Funk-ass fucking ballin'-ass beat. This song is called Flow On, Move Me No Mountain. Um, so this has got a real, just like play a like beat to it. Right. Uh, I love it. Uh, Nas used the same sample, um, from one of his songs, uh, money, cash, weed, and cars off the men in black soundtrack. Uh, once again, Dr. Dre comes in. He's, uh, he's the one cause KMG is going to be rapping. So Dre says, Hey, yo, check this out. Y'all, or check this out, y'all. Since we're almost at the last song, why don't y'all kick some of that fly-ass gangsta shit? So they just getting gangsta on this one, and KMG comes in like, all right, once again, a black N named KMG, and now it's time to drop some real pimping shit. Knowledge, because we living like hustlers. Coming from the USC, for those of you that don't know, that's the University of South Central. I also believe that they coined that phrase, too. I've heard Snoop Dogg say University of South Central, but got to give it up to above the law. Um, and, you know, this is something to jump into. So once again, AD, you know, KMG's just starting it off. And he says, all right, we in there with that pimp and shit and put it down. Yo, 187. And 87's like, what's up? Yo, this shit is flowing. Motherfucking right it is. Yeah, so let's take our time and do it the way a player would. Aight. You know, and then this is another song that 87 and KMG kind of do verses together. Very similar to uh, Freedom of Speech. Um, so, or I'm sorry, very similar to Ball into, uh, or pretty much the whole album. <laughs> but, uh... So they come in like, here we go, flowing on and on. Well, since we do it so well, the name of the song. Let's break it down. We're rolling them nationally, clocking hoes. Yeah, we turn them into freaks, but turn them into foes. Yo, what, we need them. We know too many backstabbers now in our face saying that they're with it. Behind their back, they say they put us down, but they ain't, you know, like, and... This one, they like, like, like Dre said, kick, kick some of that fly ass gangster shit. First off, this is a fly ass beat, um, and you got Cold One Eighty Seven and KMG just going back and forth like they've been doing the whole album, and they complement each other really well because KMG keeps that low monotone type slick smooth play of shit. Eighty Seven can do the same thing, but he's a little bit more high pitched, a little bit more lyrical. Um, it's dope, you know. 
and the beat is dope. It's a very short song. It's not super short, but, you know, it's only two verses that both of them kick together. Then there's an outro from KMG going, Untouchable play is in effect, making all the big payoffs, calling all the shots, balling, pushing punk motherfuckers on with the 12-gauge. I call them chaos. Knowledge over sucker spinners. So in case you was wondering what chaos meant, you know, there you go. That's uh, knowledge over sucker spinners. I think that's dope. Dopeness jumping off. Gots to be a platinum bound. OG, GO, a Mac, an arson, a, a chiller, and a killer. A double dose of the mega flex. Like all UGs you think you ends with attitudes, you ain't got it like that. Because Ruthless done fixed that. Hey, and then, you know, 87 comes in and goes, hey, yo, or it's, I think it's Dre. Dre comes in, and, or it might be Layla too, comes in like, hey, yo, what happened to peace? And then KMG says, fuck peace i'm out of here and they just end like that uh dope ass song number nine flow on move me no mountain so let's play that clip from that song off the album living like hustlers from above the law yo play that shit okay here we go flowing on and on what's this we're doing so well that's the name of the song let's break it down we're rolling after the clock and hope we'll just a turn them in the feet but if they turn the foes we don't need them we know too Backstabbers now in the face, they say they went behind their back. They put us down and try to clown. A player like me, 187 for Mona. And my homie, the rancher from the city of Tony. I hit a corner because they ballers in LA. And yo, that brings us to the last song on the album, which is titled The Last Song, ironically. <laughs> so, uh, on DOC's album from 89, No One Can Do It Better, he has a song at the end called The Grand Finale, right? It's him and all of N.W.A. Uh, and I mean all of them because they had Ice Cube, Ren, Dre, Easy, and himself. So this is kind of like a sequel of sorts to the last song, only minus Ice Cube and the D.O.C., right? Um, minus Ice Cube because Ice Cube had left the group, so this is post-Ice uh, Cube leaving N.W.A. And the D.O.C. unfortunately could not be on the song because he was in a car accident and lost his voice. And, you know, we, if you, if you're familiar with that story for DOC, uh, he was never able to bounce back and never really fully able to regain his voice. So instead of DOC and ice cube being on there, it's, you know, KMG and cold One Eighty Seven, and then Ren Dre and easy. So either way, it's like a sequel to the grand finale this one's called The Last Song. So instead of KMG or Dre, you know, introducing the song or talking, now we finally get Layla, who kind of introduces it. So the beat comes in, and you hear Layla say, Yo, DOC, why don't you blaze that J? Because this is a law house experience. So you know it's going to be some mega shit. Hey, yo, who is that? And right when he says, Yo, who is that? KMG comes in like, KMG will never be a trick. Step up to the mic like a bala a pimp. It's the gift, you know. And KMG is the starter that get you know starts it off. And you know, in the song, he does give shout out. You know, I gotta give it up to the DOC, a ruthless brother that's down with the KMG. So I'll hail the ends that turn it out, and then maybe I'll take the gun barrel out of your mouth. So this is an ill ass posse cut, right? So KMG starts it off, and then when he ends his verse, they always have an introduction, right? So when KMG ends, Layla comes in and goes, knowledge from one generation to another, preserved and then transmitted. Get it? 
down the ruthless ways. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, what up, Dre? And then Dr. Dre comes in like, now nah, I'm a swinger. I'm not the motherfucking singer, but I bring a melody that always seems to ring a bell. And now while Dre's rapping, now it's been said that, remember how I said there was two songs that Dre Foley kind of did himself? This one is definitely all produced by Dr. Dre. You can tell it's, uh, you know, not that Dre's full beats that he did himself are sound out of touch, but you can tell that Murder Rap and the last song are definitely, you know, 100% all Dre. You can also tell he has his hands on everything like ball and, and, and living like a hustler. So, you know, again, but you can definitely tell that, uh, that it's a Dr. Dre beat, you know what I mean? So, um, and again, you can't go wrong when you got above the law and NWA on the same song, right? So, uh, what I was going to say, though, is that when Dre's rapping, you can hear a little bit of Express Yourself, the song that he raps on in Straight Outta Compton, kind of playing intertwined with the beat. I think that's really dope. Uh, you know, and then Dre ends it by saying, uh, you know, this is the end of my part on the last song. Layla comes in and goes, a real G from the streets, villainous when he speaks. For all you busters who can't deal with the, or can't, or for all you busters who can't deal, give it up for the real. And then, of course, the man himself, MC Ren, comes in like, now when you see me start ducking, and yo, you slip and you fell down, you fucked up and finally figured out that your cell's down. Now, again, y'all know how I feel about MC Ren. Ren absolutely obliterates this beat, comes in with his flow, just fucking ripping the shit up. Obviously, Ren, uh, once NWA split up, above the law, definitely... Uh, especially Cold 187, really, and KMG really kind of stuck with MC Ren. Uh, again, KMG and 187 are on songs on the Villain in Black album from 96, uh, and they just kind of stayed together. Ren has been on some more songs from them. MC Ren is on uh, uh, the Black Mafia Life album uh, on a song, and so obviously... That's dope. Ren does his thing. And, uh, you know, once again, he ends it by saying, MC Ren is on the last song. Layla comes in again. Uh, From a genius to temporary insanity. A gangster dream. A bitch's fantasy. Ruthless. So now we've come to the payoff. And then, of course, easy motherfucking E comes in like, one motherfucking two motherfucking three. It's the hip-hop thugs to easy E. And like I said, this is probably the most misogynistic uh, um, part of the of the whole album, which is Easy, but that's what Easy is known for anyway. Uh, you know, it's easy for me to come off, so, so when you, so you can kiss my ass where the sun rays miss, or give me the pussy, then I'll be straight. And if you don't want it, fuck it, I'll masturbate. We wanna fuck you, Easy. Yeah, you bitches scream now. Bow down and praise the Lord for the wing ding. Um, you know, Easy does his thing, of course. And then at the end, Layla comes in, criminal in his thoughts, murderous in his lyrics, the notorious cold. And then, you know, Cold 187 comes uh, comes in like, so right when uh, Layla says the notorious cold, then he goes, 187, you know I got to have it. Now being above the law is an everyday habit. Um, and of course, you got to end it with 187 doing his thing. Uh Dope posse cut. The beat is dope. 
It's a perfect end of the song. Like I said, sometimes I don't even realize there's only 10 songs because it sounds like such a much longer album, but that's because every song is great. If you only have 10 songs, but your album is flawless, like this one or other ones out there that only have 10 songs and they're flawless, you know, it, it doesn't seem short. Nothing about this album seems short, right? Um, and, you know, 187 ends, Layla comes back in, the mega place, Precision, that's the house of the law house built. Uh, you know, all the graduates from USC, for those who don't know, that's the University of South Central. Dr. Dre comes in like, yeah, you know that shit, you know that's the shit law. Yo, this is Dr. Dre, Ruthless Records in full motherfucking effect. Dropping shit that's going to hit 9.2 on the Richter scale, boy. Cold 187 comes in like, yeah, it's the cold 187 in the place. Uh, ATL definitely reached y'all or, or reached y'all and brought it, so y'all caught it. Dre's, you know, once again, they, they just talk. It's like the end of a song, like they do 187 and Dre just talking back in effect. You know, Dr. Dre's goes... Y'all want to give a shout out to the homie MC Ren, Easy E, the hip hop thugster, my homie DJ Yella, DOC, and Michelle Lay, KMG. Yo, shouts go out to Donovan, Mike, you know, LA Dre, and you know, Jerry, and Dr. Dre once again, you know, coming in, you know, once that's that mega house, the law shit, the shit that the law made, KMG saying is more shit. So again, it's just, you know, back, uh, back, just talking they shit, you know, <laughs> and so. As KMG, Dr. Dre, 187, and Layla just at the end, just, you know, talking as the beat fades out. Um, you know, that's 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 your album, you know? So there you go. Let's play that clip, though. Number 10, the last song featuring Dr. Dre, Eazy-E, MC Ren, from Above the Law, off the album, Living Like Hustlers. Yo, let's play that. The Notorious Co. Co. You know I gotta have it That being above the law is an everyday habit If you think I draw some pimp shit, I ain't Perhaps I say a couple lines to make the bitches faint Now everybody wants to chill, heal, and feel Now what the fuck is the deal? You need a nigga like me to get the shit going 187 has got the ultimate floor And yo, that is the album, everybody That is living like a hustler I told you, I told you When I start you off and let you know this isn't just my personal opinion on an album. Uh, anyone who knows this album, they know how monumental this album is. Anyone who didn't know this album, then they go and listen to it. You know what they tell me? Like, man, this is one of the dopest fucking, al just albums in general, but 100% a West Coast classic, right? So, you know, don't sleep on this. Definitely go listen. All their albums are good, though, okay? This one is the best. There's no... There's no doubt about it that this one is the best. Uh, you know, Uncle Sam's Curse is dope. Black Mafia Life is definitely dope. But Living Like Hustlers, it, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to beat this one, right? Even their other ones, Legends, like all those albums are really good. Above the Law is a really good hip-hop group. And this album just really it stands the test of time. And it's, it's, it's a classic. So, you know what I gots to do. I got that daunting task. I got to take three songs off, and I got to pick my top three. I kind of had a similar thing with this album that I did with Lord Finesse, right? Uh, not really sure what to take off because I really like every song on this album. So 
I did actually compile something. I didn't do what I did with Lord Finesse and just kind of put the rest of the names in a generator and wait for three names to come up. Uh, I did kind of come up with a three because I knew there was some I wasn't going to pick, but I definitely couldn't take them off the album. So my three I'm going to take off of the album. Uh, I'm going to take number six, Just Kicking Lyrics. Um, No reason, really. Uh, I, that's, that's just, I'm taking that one. I love how 87 gets lyrical on it, but, and the beat is obviously dope because every beat on this album is dope. Uh, I just, when I lined all my songs up, that one was towards the end. Um, I am going to take number seven ballin' despite how much I talk about that, how great that song is. It is, it's a fantastic song. I love ballin' earliest indicators of G funk. Um, I love that song to death. It's just, again, when I lined all the songs up from one to 10, what I had as my favorite to, I guess, my least favorite. Um, that one was towards the end. And then Flow On, Move Me No Mountain. Again, no real reason. Uh, it's just, that's just how I have it, plain and simple. So to go over it again, I'm going to take number six, just kicking lyrics. Number seven, ballin'. And number nine, Flow On, Move Me No Mountain off of the album as my bottom three and don't get it twisted there's nothing bad about those songs at all those songs would probably be a top three on somebody else's trash ass album so uh that leads me to my top three right so when it comes to my top three um you gotta have murder rap on there right number one murder rap it is such a ill ass fucking song uh, love the beat is so chaotic and crazy and 187 cold rips that shit. Um, you gotta have number three living like a hustler because that song is just so dope. It's just, you know, the vibe, everything about it is so good. Absolutely love living like hustlers. And, um, you know, here's where I kind of was like, shit, what do I do? There's two, I was kind of, cho- you know, three, I guess I would say. I really like Untouchable, I really like Another Execution, and I really like Menace to Society, but I'm going to go with number two, Untouchable. Uh, it's just, I love every, I love the rapping, I love the beat, um, and it was close, because Another Execution and Menace to Society are so dope that, um, you know, that was definitely up there. Last song, obviously, because it's such an ill posse cut, that one was up there too, uh, and of course, freedom of speech. But I, I, in the end, I'm going to go with number one, murder rap, number two, untouchable, and number three, living like hustlers as my top three songs off the album. So your first three, I mean, it, it's just ill, especially, and, I, and I'm even picking the untouchable that's on the album. Had the Dre version been on here, that, that would have been also at the top just because it's it's just dope lyrics dope rhyming uh him and kmg just going back and forth it's ill so you know that's your album ladies and gentlemen you know the 1990 classic living like hustlers from above the law uh you never heard this album these clips should be more than enough to make you go listen to this especially if you're a west coast fan you know obviously i talked highly about straight checking them from compton's most wanted and uh, for Life from King T and Villain in Black and some of the other West Coast albums I've done. Uh, this one knocks all of them out of the park. This is a top five West Coast classic album. I'll debate that with anybody. Above the Law are trendsetters. 
pioneers in the G-Funk, the gangster rap. And like Jerry Hella said, if there was no NWA, Above the Law would have been NWA. I agree with that 100%. So, you know, go listen to this shit because it's dope. Uh, I don't want to stop listening to it. I've been listening to it all week, and I'm probably going to keep listening to it, even though I'm getting prepared for next week's episode. I just I can't stop listening to this album. It's just that good, right? So, on that note, make sure you click subscribe, like, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bring the Noise Podcast. Until next week, I'm your host, Straight the Clipper, and I'm Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, and three.